take. You found a podcast where we try to share the movie that's going on in our head about how we feel about certain Bible stories. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. As always. <laughs> you beat me to it. We have a special guest in the studio. We had him all day yesterday. If you did not hear yesterday's podcast, you should pause now and go back and listen to that, or a lot of today's won't make much sense. His name is Michael Howard. He is a senior at CCA, and uh, I've just seen some huge changes in his life. Um, you alluded to this a little bit, so let me just bring the podcast listeners up mm-hmm. to date. You had said that you preached, and I'm going to tell you something. I, I've only been there two years, but I actually meant to ask David this question before I actually interviewed you. Maybe you'll know. You, you hadn't been there long. You've only been there a few years. Three right? years. Yeah, three, three years. years. But uh, it's a big thing, Abe, for David to let one of the students oh, actually absolutely. preach chapel. Oh, absolutely. And so the morning that he told me that, uh, well, actually, uh, Michael told me he was preaching because I hadn't preached in weeks. I was finally better. And I had everything prepared. And, you know, uh, I'm usually David's go-to guy. Mm-hmm. And so I was really ready to do it. And you were already there. And then you said, well, I'm going to preach chapel this morning. And, and I'll admit, if I was just a little disappointed, I was so excited because I got to have a chance to hear you. And I thought, that's great. If it had been anybody else, I think I would have been disappointed. But Michael Howard got a chance to preach chapel that morning. It was excellent. I'm going to tell you right now, Michael, I preached uh, when I was 11 years old, my very first sermon preached on John 3.16. I preached everything I knew in eight minutes, and I sat down. And uh, Michael did not. Michael had a, he had a sermon, and it was mm. wonderful. It was on the spiritual warfare thing, and I still remember it. And, and it's based a lot on, I know what you've been going through in your life. So uh, we finished the story. Uh, you had some tragedies that took place that you shared with us yesterday, mm-hmm. and that would have changed anybody's life. And it, and it really wasn't just that. Like, that was a very tiny piece. Um, it's like God let this fear of hell just reign over me for a long period of time. I'm just now starting to move out of that season. Um, that really drove me to repentance. Mm-hmm. Because mortality became something that I believe you really got in touch with. I think subconsciously, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And we all do that. Mm-hmm. Usually we do it when we're older. Right. But... Uh, and I see that in today's generation, yeah. don't you, Abe? Yes. These younger kids, man, they're they're beginning to see uh, death is a almost a fact of life for them. Yes, yes. I think it was more prevalent when we were growing up. The whole thing about hell, and no one even wanted to talk about it because no one wanted to go there. So, you know, growing up in a religious household, if you did this, you're going to hell. Correct. If you did that, you're going. But it's just like now. Anything goes, and it's to see a young person in this society on fire for God is amazing to me. Yeah, it I is just, amazing. I want that fire to catch flames, you know. Um, and and back to that thing about um, like do this, you're going to hell. I actually think I talked about that on the sermon. This is something I've struggled with. I didn't really grow up in a, a very religious family. There was definitely some moral lines there. Very good parents that I grew up with, but. Um, I'm starting to learn that it's not that, you know, if you, if you screw up, you're not going to hell. If you, if you mess up here, you're not going to hell. It's actually more of what I, what I want to, to know more about is how God is more of a father figure. When I mess up, you know, when I mess up, I can go to him and he's going to guide me in the right direction. Yes. That's what he wants. Yeah. That's what I want. (laughs) 
Okay, so you're going to a Walnut Grove. Uh, Pastor Chris over there, great guy too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Walnut Grove Baptist Church there on uh, Dallas Charleville Highway. In case you guys are looking for a church, that's a fantastic church to go attend. And uh, he had basketball going on. You're playing basketball there. God's beginning to deal with you. And uh, so what really, you know, what, what was the thing that think pushed you over the edge? What was that moment? You know, do you remember it? I do. Okay. Um, Share it with us. I was sitting in my room last uh, one night, um, and my girlfriend was actually, we were just chilling. And do you she, have a girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. We've been together for two and a half years. But she don't go to CCA? No. She graduated Clover last year. Oh, okay. Uh, cool. All yeah. Right. I didn't mean to get you sidetracked. No, you're no, you're good. So basically, I was sitting there one night and uh, I was listening to the Bible Project on YouTube, uh, which is a really good. Um, they break down the Hebrew uh, literature and stuff like that, the Bible, and just the Bible in general, very good. Um, but I would say I was sitting there one night and I just started just like meditate, like when I was listening to it, and I felt this just overwhelming sense of fear. And and then I just got caught up in it, and then like all of a sudden, was it a reverent fear? No, it was a terrifying. Fear. It was terrifying. Okay, it right. was absolutely terrifying. Just wanted to make sure it was it was absolutely terrifying. Um, and I started sweating and stuff like that, and I knew that minutes had gone by, and I didn't even know that minutes had gone by. And I got up and I called Chris, and this is this is February seventh, because uh, no fourteenth or seventh, it was sometime around there, early February, early February. And um, I called Pastor Chris that night, and I'm freaking out. Like, I didn't know what was going on in a way. And then all of a sudden, from then on out, I've been, I felt like this massive spiritual warfare, like this fear, this anxiety, this just utter terrible fear of hell, of God. But God is slowly ripping those things out and putting love and, and reverent fear there. But it's a process, absolutely. Yes, it is. I'm glad that you realize that, Michael. Well, it's something I struggle with on the way here. I know. Actually, I talked to Pastor Chris about how it's a process because I get struggled. I want to I want to fix everything now. Mm -hmm. We all do. Mm -hmm. Do you ever feel like you want to go back to doing the things you were doing? Absolutely not. Um, well, like you said uh, yesterday, I'm very strong willed. Um, you know, I, I don't the thing that God knew was going to get me there. You know, I lived in comfort my whole life. The only thing God knew that was going to get me there is if he let Satan put a fear of hell over me. Because uh, I'm hard-headed, and I knew that I'm in my pride that I don't want to go anywhere where I'm going to so, uh, be separated for an eternity um, from anyone or anything. Um, and I just—it definitely was something that drove me over the edge, and it has kept me there for a long time. But God is slowly showing me that uh, the justification by faith Amen. and stuff like that. Amen. Did you have something else to say, but I thought you did. Yeah, I do. Um, this is the really, really big one because I get various answers when I see young people. What is it like being a Christian in this society? Yeah, like among your peers. So with me— Especially with you. Yes. With me, it's not really that big of a, an issue because not only is society changing right now, um, you're starting to see like people rise up and God creating people like rising up. You're seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, but before you weren't seeing that. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but go ahead. And, and, and you start to see it. But for me, people kind of 
I'm I'm natural leader. I'm not boasting. Um, but just no, no, you are. People, you, you are a natural leader. People tend to respect me, and they tend to um, want to be around me. So I don't have that problem of people like persecuting me as much. Now at work, people, I, I try to talk about Jesus, and they're like, I just are don't you want still at whiskey? Yeah, whiskey yeah. yeah, that's going to be tough for you. Man, then we talk about that last week about yes. like owning a bar. You can own a bar and be a Christian, but when mm-hmm. you see the darkness that kind of all surrounds that, it's just really hard to just Actually, hang around that. The crazy thing is, is I go into work. I'll go into work high spirited. I'll come. I'll go into work and I'll leave just with this just drudgy feeling. Yeah. Like it, it's terrifying. Yeah, yes. but you want to know just from my personal experience. When you're going into a dark place, if you're working in a dark place, you know what helps? If you pray before you go in. Yeah. That helps a lot because, number one, you already know where you're going. You know who you are and you know who you serve. Right. So all of these things that are coming at you are just going to, they're just going to bounce off you. It's like you don't even hear it. And I know you were saying that you want to talk to people about Jesus at work. There are a lot of people that are going to listen, but they're not listening. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be people that are like, I don't want to hear any of that. But just you being who you are, you don't even have to say a word. God will shine through you and people will see that. Yeah. We actually live much more through what we do than what we say. Right. Yeah. And that's something that I've struggled with, too, is like I I, I get it because you're passionate and you want to share it. But everybody, especially in 2023, everybody's not going to receive it. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, like I was saying, like I struggle a lot with like asking, do I love God and stuff like that. And, and um, actually, Pastor Lawrence um, at Walnut Grove told me love is not really something that you feel. It's something that you do. You know, um, and okay. that and that's something that you know. That's agape love, there. Yeah. Right, right. Real love, yeah. Correct, yeah. Michael, I'm so glad to have you on for the last couple of days, and uh, wish you well. Michael ha- definitely has a talent yes. that God is going to use greatly. You're welcome yeah. to come back to the podcast anytime. Please come back. Thank you. I will. Thank you.